0: The admissions club was created as a soft place to land for students and families going through what can be a particularly stressful time in one's life, the college admissions journey. Hi, I'm your host, Elizabeth West. This podcast will feature inside information from my 10 years of college admissions experience and 25 years in higher education. Episodes are sprinkled with 80s nostalgia to connect with your students during that turbulent time we all experienced. We will learn together in fun and engaging conversations with guests who are key players in higher education and admissions, or they could be someone just like you going through the process of admissions. Whether you're a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, or a criminal, There's a spot for you in the Admissions Club. Welcome back to the Admissions Club. I have a wonderful guest here today. And I got to tell you, it's really nice to not have to talk to myself all the time. So (laughs) um, (laughs) I want to introduce you to Bobby Brockway. He is a very accomplished graduate of Clarkson University and also a graduate student now and has a wonderful full-time position. We're going to ask him a couple of questions because, you know, how did you get to where you are now? We want to know. Bobby and I went to not the same college, but the same town. Yep, We, We both went to college. In Potsdam, New York. So, we're gonna talk a little bit about that too. I have to admit something that uh, Bobby is not only a treasured friend, but he is my precious nephew. So, you know, forget about an unbiased approach to this interview because I'm his biggest fan. So, uh, we're gonna talk, um, and I want Bobby to share his experiences about college. And uh, just to really give us a good idea of looking back, what worked and maybe what didn't work. And so feel free to tell us some of the great things, but then sure. some of the missteps if you want to.
1: Absolutely. Whatever
0: you want to share. So welcome to the club, Bobby.
1: Thank you very much. Oh. appreciate you having me on. <laughs>
0: Yay. Okay. So let's start with college prep. Great. Um, so when did you start prepping for college?
1: I would say around my sophomore, junior year, I was trying to find a place that would balance my desire to go to school for accounting and also for mechanical engineering. So I thought I had to do a little bit of prep work earlier on in the process to make sure that I was going to the school that I felt had the best programs for me in college.
0: Couldn't be that you had a busybody aunt that said, you know, maybe you'd like to try and look at some schools. I don't know.
1: It definitely played a role. (laughs) Not going to lie. (laughs)
0: Some people have those busybody ants. Okay. So how many schools did you apply to?
1: Uh, Ultimately, I applied to eight schools and I wanted to keep it convenient. So a lot of the schools I applied to, I used the Common App and it was great because it allowed me to apply to a bunch of different schools. And after setting up that one application, I was good to go. It was just one click, and I had sent my application off to schools. So that helped a lot during the process.
0: Isn't that great? I oh, love the Common App. Great. We didn't have that in my day, mm. and I really would have appreciated that. But eight schools was yes. that too? Was that too much? Too little? Or was that a sweet spot? I would say it was just right. Um, I remember in
1: school, you know, they kind of said at a minimum you should do three. You know, one being a reach school, one being on par, and then the third being a little bit more of a safety school. Mm -hmm. So I took that approach and just kind of multiplied it by about two or three. Where I said if I could have three safety schools, you know, three on par, and then three reach schools, I'd be in a good position. So I felt that was a good blend of schools to have.
0: Absolutely, that's what I I agree. I I, it might have been from you that I got this, but um, all of the clients, the students that I work with, Hmm. I say up to eight. Up to eight. Eight's good. So, yes. Tell me about how you felt on college visits. You know, you went Mm. to quite a few. So,
1: you know, I think that the biggest thing was just having a feel for what the university was like and, and what the people were like. I remember going on a lot of different tours, and there were some campuses where I immediately felt a really strong connection. And there were others that just within 10, 15 minutes of being there, I felt like ultimately it just wasn't really the campus for me. Um, when I toured the school that I eventually went to, at Clarkson, we were looking at uh, directions to a location on campus. And I remember one student, uh, we, we stopped in our car and we said, hey, we're looking for this building. And immediately he dropped what he was doing. He said, oh, you just take a left and a right here and straight ahead is where your destination is. And I thought, you know, that's a really nice thing. Not everyone's going to do that. And it was one of the first indications that this might be a school that I was really interested in going to. So just that friendliness, that idea of, you know, are the people like me yes. at the school that I'm looking at? And if it's a yes, I think it makes a big difference in what ultimately you want to go to.
0: So what were some of the other deal breakers? Because it sounds mm. like the deal makers were the ones that were, had people like you. Yeah. So, so what were the deal breakers?
1: Um, I would say, you know, schools that didn't really have a blend of what I wanted which, you know, eliminated a lot of the schools because I wanted to go to school for both a blend of business skills and technical skills. And a lot of colleges had told me the same thing, which was, you know, you can go to one school as a business major and take a few engineering electives, or you could go to school for engineering and do a business minor. And ultimately, I felt like, you know, I want to do both. And I want a program that's really going to balance the two. And when I found out that Clarkson had an engineering and management program, it made the decision really simple for me to go to that program and go to that school.
0: So it needed for you to be a program fit as well as a college fit, social correct. fit.
1: Yeah, correct. And, you know, I think that just, again, the people that I met there, coupled with the program that I went to, made it a no-brainer. And, you know, it was my accepted students day in April of, I think, 2017. We They had just gotten about a five-inch snowstorm And despite that, I still was locked in on going to that school. And that's when I knew, okay, weather aside, this is the place I want to be from the next four years.
0: And I couldn't have been more excited. I tell you, (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, out of my mind. Yep. When you said that you were considering Clarkson, because I went to SUNY Potsdam. Yep. We are not rivals. We are friends. Yep. And, um, <laughs> but just to have you go where I went was mm-hmm. really special. And, and I, I just absolutely loved that. What was it about Clarkson other than the people, like, what was that spark that you got when you went on campus? Was how did that feel? Was that different than other schools?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, what helped me a lot was when I toured my senior year of high school, I had a great tour guide. And the tour guide, I thought the best part about him was that he was relatable. A lot of schools will, you know, have people who are maybe very popular or they really want to show how many things they're involved in, which is great. Mm -hmm. And you need people like that. Mm -hmm. But this tour guide was very relatable. He wanted to know what my interests were. He was excited to show me the school, but he was very humble. And I really appreciated that in terms of just how relatable he was to me and you know one of the things he talked about uh, the engineering management program at Clarkson was known as ENM and he said you know i i'm an electrical engineer and i'm going to come out of college with a job and i'll be very happy with it but he said i have so many friends right now in the E&M program who just are writing their own ticket and they have the ability to go practically anywhere after college because of this program and when i heard that with my main goal in going to college to be to get a good job after I was set, you know, this is, I just took, you know, that tour and that guy who was very relatable to lock it in for me that this was the place I really wanted to go.
0: I, you know, I totally get that because when I went on my college tour, Mm. my dad, your papa did not, uh, he wanted me to go see this school and Mm. he wanted me to see SUNY Potsdam, not even on my list, not even on my radar. And I was like. Okay, you know, and I was so mad that I had to (laughs) go and I went there and it was the people Mm -hmm. and maybe it's a North country thing. Yeah, maybe it's just a I mean, I saw myself there right and it it clicked like I didn't even want to go to the other school that I was supposed to go to the next day because I was like, I found it. It's it that's done. Yep. And um, so I think that people make the difference.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I went to just a great area, like you said, in the North Country where so many people, local business owners and just people in town were so friendly to where I feel I felt like I belonged. Yeah. You know, and, and I think sometimes when you go to a school that's in a big city or something like that, you just feel like one, you know, tiny dot in this whole world of other people. But when you're up there not only do you feel like you're part of the college community, you really feel like part of that Potsdam North Country community. And it's it's special. You don't get that everywhere.
0: I loved that too. I loved it. I have a lot of students that I work with that are very concerned about going to a rural campus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So they want to go to a school that has a you know metropolitan area and yep. lots to do. Yep. And what I tell them based mm-hmm. on my experience and mm-hmm. your experience yep. is that if you go to a school in a very small area or a very rural area, that it's not only that the focus is on campus, Mm. but it's also that the community rallies around that campus. So tell me a little bit about that. Do you feel like you lost out on anything because you went to a college in a rural area?
1: Not really. And, you know, frankly, the, the program that I ended up going into, uh, was pretty demanding with a lot of classes where, you know, many weekends I actually valued the, you know, lack of distractions and the lack of things to do because I just wanted to take that time to get ahead on my courses, make sure I was keeping up with everything. Um, but, you know, what I tell a lot of people and for people who were touring that school was that, Canada is not that far away. Yes. Um, You know, whether it be Ottawa or Montreal, it's a pretty short drive for people who want to get that experience outside of the country. Uh, So even though I wasn't able to go up because of COVID in my last few Mm -hmm. years, I was able to get my passport card before I went up so that if I ever did you know take that time up this weekend or something I'd be able to do that so you know for anyone looking at a school that's near Canada you know near that border area you know definitely try to get that passport or that passport card just so that you can experience a little bit of what another country is like oh, I love you know become that. more cultured and you know do those things I and I'm speaking out of wishing I was able to do that. But yeah. ultimately, it was a great opportunity to be that close to a different part of the world.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yep. And you know what's funny is I am going to do a an episode on going on a term abroad. Oh, great. And considering Canada.
1: Oh, sure. Because yeah.
0: so many people want to go to Europe and yep. they, that's the go-to, right? Right. Yep. But when you look at our neighbors up to the north, yeah. uh wonderful possibilities and opportunities. So um, stay tuned for that. Okay. (laughs) So I hated it to be in. No, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best piece of advice that you received from someone at Clarkson?
1: You know, I think that the director of the program, when I was in it, really highlighted going to the career fair Mm -hmm. that we did two times a year, you know, once in the fall and once in the spring. And I remember it was our freshman year and we were in a a class that was specific to my major. And one of the requirements of that class was that you went to the career fair your freshman year Mm -hmm. and you talked to people in companies and you just understood, okay, this is how I present myself to other people. And even if it didn't really lead to a job, because a lot of times when you're a freshman, you just don't have enough experience yet to be able to have the credit to get into an internship. Yes. But... Having that experience freshman year allowed me to really feel like I was qualified come, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year for those opportunities. And I had friends who really didn't do those same things who ultimately felt by the time they were interviewing for jobs, they were a little less experienced in that interview process, that career fair guidance on how you get through that. So, you know, that was really a big piece of advice my freshman year. And it helped really going right on through those four years where I was able to go each time. Get to know more people. And, you know, business cards are a great thing. I know we're in the 21st century and, you know, yeah, LinkedIn and all these things, but any way you can gain connections yeah. and understand, you know, okay, this person might be a potential contact, a potential resource, it's a great ability to do that. And Clarkson was a little old school where we still had a lot of in person events, a lot of, you know, COVID forced us into doing things virtually. But having that face-to-face is so valuable and yeah. it's really important. Yes, there's a bunch of resources out like LinkedIn and Indeed, which are great job resources. But if you go to a university that has a career fair, it's great to be able to go associate a face to the company and just understand from a person what they do and what their role is in the world, really.
0: Yeah, and you know, you bring up a good point mm. because a lot of times... I when I was teaching, I talked to my students about soft skills. Yeah. And soft skills don't just come to you. Right. They're they're not always natural. Agreed. Uh, And do you feel like those experiences at Clarkson gave you some practice on soft skills?
1: Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, the big thing is you can practice doing something. You can talk about doing something. You can read about doing something. But until you actually do it, that's really where you gain the experience. So, you know, I had read about soft skills and how to interview and there's great articles online about it, but actually doing it and learning, okay, this is what went well. This is what didn't go well. And how can I build off of this going forward so that I can improve each time I go into interviews. And freshman year, really, it was a great opportunity to just have a dry run and say, hey, I'm new to this. Let's just treat each one of these as a practice. Yes. And if it goes well, great. You know, I can take away things and feel like I really learned some things. But if it didn't go well, I can just take a step back and say, hey, I got plenty of time to do this again and to take away some lessons learned so that the next time I go into it, I'd have a better understanding of what I can do better.
0: Absolutely. And for people that don't know what soft skills are, Mm. it has to do a lot with interpersonal communication. And being able to not only communicate well, but communicate clearly right. about what you're trying to get across. And yep. especially in a job fair, right? you're trying to brag about yourself, but not too much. <laughs> and, you yes. know, has some humility and yes. some. Yes. So, uh, you know, I think that those are really, really great skills that Absolutely. you learned. What do you think, if I had to ask you what the secret to your success is, mm. because I know you're humble and you're <laughs> like, oh, but. You are an amazing, you were an amazing college student, and now you've got a wonderful job. You've gone into graduate school. Mm. What What do you think?
1: I would just say, you know, a big part of my success at Clarkson was uh, really a lot of the other people around me and the resources available to me there. Uh, you know, whether it was professors, I had a fantastic guidance counselor. She mm. had the ability to keep so many kids' schedules organized, and mine included, So my biggest piece of advice is when you're at college, get to know your resources. A lot of people try to tough it out themselves and, you know, but no person is an island. You Mm -hmm. need those resources. You need those other people around you to help you be successful. So, you know, yes, you need to work hard. Yes, you need to put in the time. You might have some late nights. But through all that, also appreciate that there are tons of resources wherever you go to college. you know whether that's for academic counseling, if you know you're talking about mental health, things like that that are important you know as you are going through tough times, having those resources, knowing where they are and how you can connect to them is a huge part of college success.
0: Yes, absolutely. Tell me what is your favorite memory of college?
1: You know, freshman fall, I had what was easily the best group of people around me that I had throughout my full time at Clarkson. I had people around me who I became really good friends with and who I remain friends with to this day. Um, It was such a unique time for all of us because we were getting to know each other, but we were also getting to know this new campus, these new professors, all these things that were new. And when you have that shared experience with people and you go through that together, there is this bond that you build that is really unique. And everyone can look to everyone else in that group and say, hey, we all went through this together. And um, that's a really big thing. And I, I'm really happy to see with COVID getting better recently that people are able to have those in-person campus experiences again, uh, because particularly for a freshman, it is so important to gain that foundation of friends and colleagues really that will serve you well throughout the rest of your time at college. Um, It's so important to build that early and make sure that you really have that group of people that you can depend on going forward.
0: I love that. Um, Any regrets? Um, You know, I think
1: I kind of alluded to it earlier, not going up to Canada. Yeah. Um, I was really trying to get my grades, you know, in good shape freshman and sophomore year and junior year came around. And I thought, okay, I think I'm in a good spot. I deserve to take a weekend up, you know, take a trip, see what it's like. And then COVID hit. And I ended up doing a big part of my junior and senior year uh, from home. Uh, and I was working part-time while doing school. It was it just seemed like the logical thing to do. But um, if COVID hadn't happened, I would have really enjoyed going up to Canada for a weekend, just seeing what a new city was like in a different country. But other than that, there really wasn't too many regrets there.
0: Oh, I just love that. That makes me so happy. <laughs> um, one more thing. Yeah. So the song that we've chosen... Hmm. To go along with this podcast yeah. is Good Riddance, mm. The Time of Your Life. Yep. Do you remember the story behind that?
1: You know, I never really learned the story of it, but I've heard it at graduations and a bunch of different things. So I'd like to hear what Do you the story know what was. our
0: story is behind that? Do I, you remember? I, I'm
1: trying to remember. Can you, can okay. you remind me? So-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I can. That song was famous when I graduated. Mm. And so I put that song on as I was leaving Potsdam for the last time. Yep. And so I remember telling you about this. Yep. And you sent me a video. Yes. Now you know. Tell me all about it.
1: Yeah. So it kind of goes off of that freshman year experience where, um, again, I had such a great group of people around me that year. And I thought, oh, you know, it'd be great to just take a compilation of some videos and photos from different students that I'd gotten to be around that year. And I actually put it to that song. And it was a great experience. I sent it to a few of my friends who were on the floor and some friends that I got to know that year. And it was just a compilation of, you know, fun Friday nights out with people and, you know, going through the tough times, but also going through the good times together. And it was great. Um, and, and I never, like, again, like I said, I never really had another year like that with that genuine group of people around me. And um, it was a fun video to make and send to some folks because it really was a great year. And I I met some fantastic people who to this day I still talk to. So yeah, it just freshman year, all four years of college are great. You know, make no doubt. Each one's different. But that freshman year, the ability to meet people and just really, you know, say, hey, this is a new environment, but I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to really get to know some people and make the best out of it the best uh, mindset you can have going into college.
0: Absolutely. And you sent me that video and you didn't even know the tie to that song. And then I told him yeah, and he it was just more meaningful. Like I loved the video. I don't know any of these kids in the video, but I loved it. (laughs) And so anyway, I am so glad you had the time of your life there. Yeah. Because I feel really I would have felt really guilty if I told you, like, you you were going to love it and then right. you hated it. Right. That would have a lot. Yeah. Aunt Biz would have had to pay dearly for that.
1: Well, you know, I'm glad it worked <laughs> out too, then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My sister would have beaten me up. But so anyway. <laughs> Well, Bob, I hope you've enjoyed being in the club with me.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate you, uh, you know, offering this to me. It's been a great time catching up about this.
0: Oh, and I just love talking to my nephew. So, anyway, <laughs> um, it's a pleasure to have you all here with us. Hope you got some really good advice from Bobby, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Admissions Club podcast. Be sure to check out our Admissions Club playlist on Spotify for all of those Gen X vibes. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching on the college admissions process, my company EWC Consulting can help. Email me at elizabeth at ncewc.com. Check out our website at ncewc.com or follow us on Facebook at NCEWC. All of those links are in the show notes. Invite your friends to join the club. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to see you in our next episode.